0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Jess Unfiltered. I'm your host Jess, obviously. So today we are going to be listening to yet another Arbonne Girls video about why you should join Arbonne. Now, please, I beg of you, if y'all have any videos to send me, please reach out to me on Twitter. My Twitter is at unfiltered underscore Jess. I literally have so much trouble finding these videos on my own, and I don't know why, but I always kind of gravitate toward the Arbonne ones, I think because that is my least favorite MLM, and so I get the most entertainment from listening to those videos because... They're just super toxic and a lot of the girls are giving health advice when they know nothing about health. Uh, But yeah, if you guys have any recommendations for any other MLMs and people trying to use videos to recruit others on Instagram or wherever, YouTube, team calls, anything like that, please send me a link or get a hold of me on Twitter and I can give you my email. So yeah, let's go ahead and get started with yet another Arbonne video. So this one is on Instagram. Again, not giving out this girl's information because I don't think that she needs to be bullied or anything like that. This is, again, strictly for educational purposes. Now, quick disclaimer, I actually have not listened to this video yet. I just looked at the title. I kind of skimmed halfway through to make sure that she actually was talking about Arbonne and not something unrelated. So anyway, it is called Is Arbon For You? And this is my, my natural reaction to it. Cause again, I have not yet listened to it. So this might, this might be boring. Hopefully not. Hopefully we get some juicy content out of this, but uh, let's go ahead and play it.
1: Hello, everyone. In case you missed all my stories the other day, February marks my one-year anniversary with Arbonne, and I just cannot believe it's been a whole year already since I decided to join this amazing company and start my business. And, I, you know, I look back at when I first started, and I felt totally in the dark. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I had zero clients, and I was just starting from absolute scratch. So now I look at what I've been able to build over the last year, and I am so proud of all the people that I've been able to help, um, the clients that I've been able to help live happier and healthier lives, and the team that I've been able to build and helping them to grow their businesses and their teams as well. So this has been such an amazing opportunity. And I thought what better way to celebrate my one year anniversary than to share this opportunity with somebody that might need it just as bad as I needed it last year. So
0: nobody needs it. I'm just telling you that right now. Nobody needs to join our bond. Nobody needs to join any pyramid scheme or any MLM. You're not doing the world a favor by sharing this biz because nobody, like literally nobody needs this. But okay, let's let's keep going. This is only a five minute video, so a little shorter than some of the other ones that I've gone over.
1: A little- I started um, a year ago, which is crazy. I was super pregnant. I had a two and a half year old and my husband was in the works of retiring from an amazing football or as we say in the States, soccer career. Um, and he was retiring from that. And we were at a bit of a crossroads, which was super exciting because we were opening a brand new chapter in our lives but at the same time for me personally it was very scary not knowing what the future definitely held for us so for me I felt better trying to contribute what I could to our finances and even if it was starting off as a little bit of a side hustle and able to contribute to groceries or filling up the car with gas
0: or what so really quick, this girl in this video has a massive rock on her finger, so I'm guessing that her husband was probably a pretty decent soccer player or football player. The other thing is that it drives me absolutely insane when these girls try to sell arbon as a way to contribute to the family. And here's the thing. It kind of implies, one, that women are not contributors to the family. I mean, I work a nine-to-five job. For a long time, I made more than my significant other, and we both work in cybersecurity, so that field pays pretty well. And it, it's just kind of irritating that they're kind of making the implication that women don't contribute to the family. I mean, I, yeah, that's ridiculous to me. Uh, this isn't like 1952. The other thing that kind of irritates me is that they're implying that women who don't contribute to the family, like, it's almost as if there's something wrong with that. And honestly, it, it, it your your structure, your family structure, how you have a relationship with another person is something that you need to work out between them. And this girl's like, well, you know, I wanted to feel like I was contributing. And like, that's great. But she's almost implying like, like women need to contribute if they don't. And she's implying that they don't. But it's like, if you're a stay at home mom, and that's the partnership that you've worked out with your partner and they're cool with that and you're cool with that and everyone's cool with it, like, that that's okay, you know? You don't need to be a contributor to the family if your contribution is taking care of the kids and if that was agreed upon in the relationship consensually, you know what I mean? Like, I just... She's sharing her personal experience, and it sounds like she was kind of insecure, the fact that she wasn't contributing to their relationship, and her husband was, and it's like, that's fine, but at the same time, she's kind of implying, like, you need to be contributing, you know, and that's not really necessarily what needs to happen. Like, like if you're a stay-at-home dad, or a stay-at-home mom, or stay-at-home, like, whoever you are, it, that's, a, that's okay as long as everyone's cool with that and she doesn't really need to be making people feel like they need to join bond as a side hustle so that they can be equal in the relationship because taking care of kids is a lot of work, I'm sure of it, and there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home parent, whoever you are, and so I don't I don't really like how she's kind of preying off of people's insecurity. Like, oh, you just stay at home. You don't work. Well, join Arbonne. Like, no. Just do what, do what you want to do. Like, if you want, if your relationship works with a stay-at-home parent, like, that's cool. More power to you. It's not really her place to, like, tell you that you should be contributing, which she isn't directly doing. She's kind of, like, playing it off as as if it's, like, her own insecurity. But anyway. I'll stop rambling and we can keep playing the video
1: (laughs) and able to contribute to groceries or filling up the car with gas or whatever it was. It just felt good to me to be able to help contribute to that. Along with that, I had also kind of felt like I had lost myself a little bit in motherhood. Um, You know, I was pouring myself into my family and into my husband and my kids, and I just didn't have anything for myself really. And I was a motivated person but I missed having those goals to try to attain, and I missed having more of a purpose for myself.
0: So again, like some people in life want to be stay-at-home moms, and that they feel like is their purpose, and they feel like completely fulfilled by doing that without starting a side biz. So I don't really like how she kind of indirectly implies that it's unfulfilling to just be a mom. It's like, I mean, like, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. And yeah, this is her personal experience. And yeah, that was how she felt. But she, you, you have to remember, like, she's also trying to sell this business to other people to get other people to join. So in a way, she's kind of telling them that she doesn't think it's fulfilling to just be a mom. Like I think that's what kind of rubs me the wrong way is like if she was just genuinely sharing her experience and she wasn't trying to recruit or sell things to people, that would be completely different. But the fact that the purpose of her making this video is to try and recruit people is what bugs me when she says that just being a mom for her wasn't fulfilling because she's trying to speak to other people and get other people to feel that way or to resonate with that in order to recruit them and drive more sales. So. That's where I kind of take issue with this.
1: So um, then I was just for that reason as well, I just decided, you know what, now is the time. It's either sink or swim, let's do this. And I dove in head first, stayed focused, and now I, you know, I've had my other baby, we've moved to America, my husband is now retired, and now I just look at what I've created and I am so glad that I did it. And if I have any regrets, it's that I did not start this sooner.
0: That's what all these girls say. They say, oh, you just have to dive in. You just have to believe in yourself head first. And then they say, like, I wish I would have done this sooner. Because they know that you're probably a little bit apprehensive. So they're trying to get you to make a quick decision on it. Oh, you have to do it now. I only have 10 spots left. Oh, just dive in head first. Like, just don't think about it. Just do it. I wish I would have done it sooner. Like, this is all just very manipulative because it's like Honestly, doing any kind of business is somewhat risky, like whatever you do, there's going to be some risk involved. And so it's just frustrating to hear them say stuff like this because they don't want you to think about it rationally. They don't want you to do your research on Arbon. They don't want you to think about it and to make a good decision because they know that if you did research and you thought about it, that you would be talked out of it because it's a bad idea. Like I say this in every video and I'll always say this, like 99% of people are not going to be successful. And the second that you find that out, you're going to be like, yeah, maybe this isn't for me. And they know that. And so they want you to make a quick decision without rationalizing it first, without thinking about it too much, because they want you to just be impulsive. And being impulsive is fine. There's been a lot of things that I've done very impulsively that have worked out well. Like, I impulsively opened an Etsy shop and that turned out pretty good. But it's it's one of those things, like, it's a little bit different because if Arbonne was something that was truly a good idea, they would not be pushing you to make an impulsive decision. Like, when you go apply for a job, a lot of times they want you to think about it. They'll say, okay, you have a week or two weeks to get back to us and then we'll, like, basically retract your offer if you don't respond within two weeks, but they give you time because they know that your time is important, that your time is valuable. They want to make sure that you think the company is a good fit. And personally, I think if a company has nothing to hide, they will give you time to make a decision. They will tell you to make sure it's the right move for you because working for a company, it has to be mutually beneficial. And if it's not mutually beneficial, then they're not going to want you. So if i don't know walmart wants to hire you they may say okay you have a week to get back to us and tell us if you accept the job offer or not and so that gives you time to think about if it's the right career move for you and they've already extended an offer to you but it's like Arbon. the reason why Arbon wants you to jump immediately is because it's not a mutually beneficial thing the company is going to benefit off of you You are not going to benefit off of the company. So they don't want to give you time to think about it. They don't want to give you time to make sure that this is a rational decision, a good choice for your lifestyle. They want you to jump head first because they know that they're going to make money off of you. And you are a moneymaker for them, not for yourself. And so they don't care if this decision is mutually beneficial or not because they are going to make money off of you regardless of how much you put into this biz. You're going to want to meet your monthly minimums. You're going to try and recruit other people impulsively. You are going to be a moneymaker for the people at the top and for corporate, not for yourself. 99% of people won't be. And so they don't want a mutually beneficial decision. So they want you to act impulsively. All right, let's keep playing.
1: I did it, and if I have any regrets, is that I did not start this sooner. So, um, that's just a little bit of my background. So, a little bit about the company as a whole. So, Argonne has been around for 40 years. We are a very well-established company. Um, we specialize in all things health and wellness and well-being. We are totally non-toxic, vegan, cruelty-free, non-GMO, OU kosher. The list goes on. Our products are seriously amazing. And slowly over the whole last year, I have slowly transitioned my family and what we use on a day-to-day basis to everything Arbonne, which is, for me as a mom, just gives me peace of mind that I am putting on our bodies and in our bodies clean, non-toxic products.
0: What's really funny is I always hear Arbonne consultants talk about this. They'll say, I've slowly transitioned or I've transitioned to using all Arbonne products and replacing things in my daily life with Arbonne. And it's like, that is a tactic that corporate gets you to use so that you buy things from them. Like the consultants are the biggest consumers. And so it's almost like a trick to to get Corporate more money by telling their consultants, Oh, you will sell more if you transition everything in your life to Arbonne. Because they always say, People ask you what you use on a daily basis, right? They ask you where you got your shoes, where you got your shampoo. So if you transition to Arbonne, then you'll make commissions when people ask you. And so that's like the tactic that they use, or one of the tactics they use to get consultants to buy their stuff. Because again, consultants are the biggest consumers. I also Cannot stand it when these Arbon girls are like, oh, we've banned all these toxic ingredients. I've talked about in another episode, but one of the ingredient or many of the ingredients on Arbon's not allowed list, which they trademarked, is things like Xanax. Like Xanax is on there. You would never put Xanax in any kind of skincare to begin with, but they've put it on their not allowed list. And so it's kind of ridiculous. There's a bunch of other things too, which you would never put in skincare. Xanax is the only one I can actually remember off the top of my head right now. But there's lots of other other medications and things like that that they've put in their not allowed list, and it's just funny because it's like you're literally advertising that you don't put Xanax in your in your makeup, like. I don't know a single makeup company that would do that anyway like do you also have tree bark on that list and potatoes like are we just are we just making a list of everything we don't use in skincare like things that would not even make sense to put in skincare they also say like oh we go by european standards like we we go by european standards they've banned i don't know 1400 or 1600 ingredients and we that's that's what we do too Whereas in the United States, we don't have that many. And it's like, yeah, but you got like Arbonne sells in Europe. So they have to go by European standards. So like, I don't think it was one of those things that they did by choice. I think it's because they literally sell the products in Europe. And so to be compliant, they have to go by European standards. So they just take the truth and then they kind of like twist it and market it. And it's just kind of shady like the whole Xanax thing like you wouldn't like literally never put Xanax in protein powder or makeup or fizz sticks anyway and so the fact that they're like using that as a marketing tactic is like okay well like that's a little misleading but yeah let's keep going with the video
1: and we ban over 2,000 chemicals from our products. So just knowing that and it being a one-stop shop where you can buy literally almost everything that you need on a day-to-day basis, I absolutely love that. It takes tons of pressure off just researching, you know, all the different products that are available to us out there in the world. And you can just get everything all in one spot, all in one place, all delivered straight to your door, which I love. Um, So a little bit about the structure of our company is everyone starts out as an independent consultant. If you choose to, you can work yourself up in the management levels. There are four levels of management within Arbon. There's district manager, area manager, which I am, regional vice president, and national vice president at the top. So there are four different management levels to try to work up to. But what I love about this opportunity is it is what you make of it. So if you want to just You know earn a little bit of side cash to cover um going out to dinners or your morning coffees or whatever it is that you want to help contribute to it can be that but it can also be something that could eventually with hard work and dedication take over your nine-to-five job, and you can work completely from your phone, which I absolutely love. Being a mom of two and a stay-at-home mom at that, I have to learn (laughs) how to weave this business into my day-to-day life, like now, using nap time to work my business, and it's completely doable. Trust me, I am a very busy lady, and I am able to still-
0: It isn't doable, though. Like, 99% of people fail at making money, so- I wouldn't say that that's really, I mean, I guess technically it's doable because less than 1% can do it, but like, I guess it kind of depends on what you're defining doable as. I would say that's not very doable or not very practical. At the beginning, she kind of implies like it's super easy to make some side cash, but it's like, again, if less than 1% are profiting off of this, then that's not really that easy. And then she says, oh, with some hard work and dedication, you can make it to the top, like, okay, but a lot of that is dependent on a lot of factors. Like, when did you get into the MLM? Is the area oversaturated that you currently live in? Which chances are, yes. Are you somebody who's already pretty affluent? Do you already have a large Instagram following? Are you somebody who is already pretty influential? Because if so, you're probably going to have an easier time selling than somebody who doesn't have an Instagram following or isn't really well off and can't really fake it till they make it. So, I just don't like how they constantly push this idea that it's possible to achieve the top ranks because it really, like, it isn't really possible. Anyway, let's just keep going
1: this business and get so much out of it and i just love it i just want to be able to help somebody if i'm able to touch somebody who might be in a similar situation to what i was a year ago I would really love to share this opportunity with you. So that is what February is all about. I'm super excited to share more details about what it's like to be um, a consultant with Arbonne. If you ever have any questions about anything or you want me to do some frequently asked questions and answer all of those for you, I don't mind at all. Just send me a message and I will get back to you. And just stay tuned. More details to come. Bye, guys.
0: Okay, so I will say this girl honestly seems like a genuinely nice person. I don't like the things that she's saying, but I don't think that she's saying it in a conceited way. And I talked the other day, I played a video. It was like 10 misconceptions about Arbonne. And this girl in the video was just so, so arrogant and patronizing throughout the entire video. It was a different girl than than the girl in this video, but she was just so rude. And it gave me I don't even know. Like, just listening to it, I was so irritated because she was just talking down to her audience, and her audience was people like me who don't agree with MLMs. And so, I do like in this video how this girl seems very genuine and very nice. Again, I don't agree with what she's saying at all. I think that joining Arbonne or any MLM is just a horrible idea. It's bad advice in general, but she seems to be like a nice, genuine person. So with that, I don't have anything against her personally by any means. And that's another thing I want to clear up before I end this episode is I don't think there's anything wrong with Arbonne or any MLN consultant. It's mainly just the stuff that they're involved with, like the pyramid scheme that they're involved with. It, it brainwashes them. It makes them think that they're changing the world, that they're changing lives for the better. And in reality, they're just spreading toxic positivity. They're getting other people to join in this cult-like behavior. People are losing money when they get them to join. Like, I think that that most people in MLMs are not bad people or that they have bad intentions. I don't think that at all. I do, however, I have seen people in MLMs who Genuinely act like terrible people. I really have. There was a beach body coach. I watched a video on YouTube the other day of a team call, and there was a beach body coach who was just so rude and so mean. And she is somebody who I would maybe say is not the nicest person. <laughs> and if I can find the team call for that, I will definitely play it in a future episode. I know that Kiki Chanel on YouTube actually did a video about it and she did a reaction to it. And I don't remember the exact name of it, but if you just look up Kiki Chanel on YouTube and then you look up Beachbody, like it is such a good video. She plays through it. And some of the stuff that the Beachbody coach is saying is just genuinely horrible. I mean, horrible, horrible stuff. And so like the the Beachbody coach is like talking about how if you have a terminal illness or like a, I don't know, some kind of like uh not terminal illness what what is the phrase i'm thinking of oh gosh she didn't use the phrase she didn't use the word terminal it was something else but anyway if you have some kind of illness the beach body coach was like use that to sell tell them that they need beach body because they're ill and it's just like what like that No, (laughs) you should not do that. Anyway, go look it up on YouTube. I think it's one of Kiki Chanel's like most watched videos. So anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please, I beg of you, if you have any good juicy content, please send it my way. I would love to do another reaction podcast to it where I can play the audio and react to it just like I am right now. So yeah, get a hold of me on Twitter at unfiltered underscore Jess or You can get a hold of me on Instagram. It is at justunfilteredpodcast. I post some pretty dank memes on there. So if you're into that, go check it out. But yeah, I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks guys for listening.